Hey, it's Mace. You know, there is no better way to start your Saturday than with Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m. Saturday mornings. And don't miss Mason in Ireland back Monday at 1 on 710 ESPN. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Start your weekend off right. Listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. I'm too much scheidenfreuding. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. I'm so excited to talk to my next guest. I don't want to leave you alone. Great, Dr. Daniel Karazi. Daniel, thanks so much for waking up early to be with us. My, pe- my pleasure, Robbie. How are you? Very good. So are you enjoying the uh, analogy between Kobe Bryant and Tracy Chapman? <laughs> I loved it. I mean, how can I follow that introduction? With Luciano Pavarotti, one of my favorites, and Tracy Chapman, my wife's favorite. It's almost like it was a setup for me. I really appreciate it, Robbie. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm not recommending the movie necessarily, but, man, am I recommending going on YouTube and watching that song being sung by both Tracy Chapman and Pavarotti. But of all the things that we can get into, and, man, we can get into a lot, and I cannot wait, about your career and the Lakers and Kobe, before we begin, I want the audience to know who you are. So tell us, where'd you grow up? What'd your father do for a living? Where'd you go to high school, college, med school, and why? Of all the things you could do, did you pick orthopedic surgery? So um, I love how you asked that question of all your guests. And I, you know, I really um, appreciate <laughs> that about you. I think family and background is key. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in L.A. I went to William Howard Taft High School in Woodland Hills. Wow. Um, subsequently went to UCLA. Mm-hmm. From UCLA, I went to medical school at UCSF. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was fortunate enough to get into the Harvard program um, in Boston, where mm-hmm. I actually met Luciano. Um, wow. And um, I did a seven-year residency. As you know, I love what you said about HSS, because I was one of seven guys at Harvard, and I was looking around uh, with a friend of mine, Brett Taylor, and we said the same exact thing as your buddy, Dan, and you said, <laughs> we said, what are we doing here? Our, our colleagues were all sons of chiefs of orthopedics at Mass General, Brigham and Women's, Beth Israel, and it was Brett and I who were the standouts. So I got lucky enough to be in that program, great training. Um, then I came back and did uh, two fellowships at Curlin and Job and subsequently stayed on, and that was 22 years ago. Wow. Um, so I've been blessed to have a great career and great colleagues, just you know, like you and many of my partners and many orthopedic surgeons around, and I truly feel like we are blessed to do what we do. We have great patients, we have great colleagues, and we can make huge differences in people's lives, literally take them from not walking like you do with hips and knees or I do with ACLs and meniscal tears and things mm-hmm. like that and have people have an amazing life. So we are truly blessed, but I appreciate the background. And as far as my dad goes, he was not in medicine. He was a businessman, uh-huh. but my uncle was a rheumatologist oh. trained in France. And I used to go to the office with him when I was a little kid. And I just got an interest in medicine back then. And, you know, because of rheumatology and sports, I decided to become an orthopedic surgeon. Wow. So, What's the sport that you played? I played football for one season at Taft when I was in 10th grade, but I, oh. I retrospectively, 
I got a concussion, and I didn't even know what it was at the time. But that was the end of my sporting career. But my sports, the limit of my sports was my dad taking us to a Laker game once a season in the 80s. And I was I was a huge Lakers fan. And lucky enough, when I joined Curl and Job, um, as you know, my partner, Steve Lombardo, had taken care of the Lakers for 30 plus years. Right. And he was kind, generous enough to tell me, you know, help me. So in 2000, I started helping him by covering, you know, five, ten games for him. And then by the time we were done, um, he and I basically were covering probably 90-10. 90% was me and 10% was Steve. But he was a great mentor. And um, I was wow. fortunate enough that, you know, I trained with him and, um, you know, got into the Lakers organization, which I'm sure, as you know, is a phenomenal organization right. um, just from top to bottom. Well, of all the things that we can talk about, Daniel Karazi, the one I really want to focus on is the mental and physical changes, not only in a player, but particularly in Kobe. And I remember I has had as a guest, and you, I can't wait for you to tell me what you think about Gary Vitti, because I got to be pretty good friends with Gary Vitti and had him as a guest on the radio. And I said to him, of all the things you've learned, what is the most important thing you learned being the trainer for all those years? And he said, talent is overrated. If the player, or the, you can have talent, you can jump out of the gym, but if you don't have focus, it's all for nothing. So the mental has to equate with the physical. And that's what he admired most about Kobe. So tell us, in your opinion, Daniel, what is the evolution like, the maturation like of Kobe Bryant that you witnessed yourself? Well, to start with, um, I'm extremely close with Gary. Gary and I work together probably 100 nights a year and well beyond that um, into, you know, literally midnight game nights where there were, you know, 40, 50 home games. And I definitely think uh, that Gary knows Kobe probably better than anybody. Kobe truly loved Gary. Um, The relationship I saw between the two of them, and I, you know, it wasn't like I saw it from another building. I was in the room for Mm -hmm. hours and hours. How much Kobe respected Gary and basically listened to his advice and everything he said, not just medically, but in other forms. Mm -hmm. So I really respect that about Gary. But just as you mentioned, um, don't forget, I came in when Kobe had been in the league maybe a year or two, and we were actually back at the fabulous forum back then Mm. and then we came to staples center and i think the way kobe matured physically it's obvious i mean he became an incredible competitor but psychologically and emotionally i think that maturation came through his interaction with his coaches his colleagues from what he was when he initially came in the league with Shaq to how for instance he evolved into how he dealt with pow i i saw a tremendous maturation in that process what i always respected about him was obviously his physical prowess but the mental toughness that he had, I have never seen in not just athletes, but in any individual. He was so laser focused in every aspect of the game, his health. You know, when he injured his Achilles, I never forget. He was so focused on literally what every fiber of the Achilles looks like and what it does. Mm -hmm. And his, you know, his rehab, he worked very closely with Judy Cito, who I'm I'm sure you know, Mm -hmm. you know, he had an incredibly good relationship with Judy. And I think the rehab through his multiple injuries over the years um, really showed me who he had become. Mm. Um, 
towards the end, watching him with um, Gianna and his his daughters was really just refreshing. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you a private personal story. Uh, back in about 2014 or 15, uh, my sister-in-law um, unfortunately um, had a long battle with cancer and mm-hmm. hit, hit her son um, was there when she had passed away. And Gary told Kobe that, hey, Dan's nephew's here and he loves you. And his mom just passed away. And I never forget. Kobe goes, 